as we gather today, it's an interesting time to be Catholic, and it's an interesting time to be in the world, and a lot of confusion going on, a lot of fear. I can see a lot of fear in people, but today's gospel and last week's gospel speak to the heart of who Jesus is, and we can really find ourselves looking at that and reflecting on that. So last week, you know, we encountered the woman at the well. You know, she's near water and a sign of life, but there's also dead water and water that doesn't really give us life, which reflects our old ways of life. But then the woman at the well, you know, she went on mission after receiving the life-giving water of Jesus Christ, the good news of Jesus Christ. And as she was speaking with Jesus, you know, he asked, she asked him, you know, are, are you the Christ? And, and he said, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. You know, and today we encounter the man born blind. And, and through his obedience, he follows the commands of Jesus. And then he can see. But much like the woman at the well, you know, he... She, she sees God, and first he's, he's just sir, and then he's a prophet, and then he's savior. And then with the man, first he's you know sir, then a prophet, then he's Lord. But people who, who say Jesus is Lord, or he's in charge of everything, or he's in control, he's my surest way to peace, they obey him. So what does the blind man do? He goes and obeys Jesus. He, he goes and washes, and he comes back able to see. So like the woman at the well, he totally detaches himself from the opinions of others and now becomes a witness to the light of the world, to Jesus, the Savior of the world, just like the woman at the well. And now he's led by Jesus. He's guided by Jesus. He's refreshed by Jesus. You know, because in the gospel today, you know, people were throwing him out. They heard, when they heard, that, heard Jesus, they threw him out. And the blind man found Jesus, and, and Jesus says to him, you know, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the blind man answered, who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said to him, you've seen him, and he's the one who's speaking with you, just like the one at the well. We just heard that last week. And he said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshiped him. Worshiping is a tough act to follow because we do so much worship of many different things in our world. And to worship is say, this is, what I find worthy, worth-ship would be the word, proper word. Worthy of sacrificing everything as evidence, proof that I believe in you, Jesus. And knowing that he sees everything. And he's the only one I need to please. Yet the way that Jesus told us to worship him is to do this. He said, do this in memory of me. Eat my body and drink my blood to celebrate the mass. And, you know, as a priest, it's been very difficult to celebrate the sacred mysteries this, piece, this past week. You know, I miss my people. I miss being with them. I miss seeing their faces. It's been emotional, even sitting in the confessional last night for an hour and a half and just wondering, what are they going through? When are we going to see them again? How, and how are we going to feed people? How can we shepherd them along the right path that leads to heaven? You know, we, we even sent out letters in the mail. We started a YouTube page. Hope you can follow that. And we hope that, you know, everyone can still stop in churches and pray because, you know, these, these mandates that are coming out, they keep saying no unnecessary travel. But, you know, like, it's necessary to pray. We need to be in front of the blessed sacrament. You know, because Jesus says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. So it's an it's a interesting time. But nonetheless, we come to Jesus for strength, for hope, for peace, for guidance, to be refreshed. Because the 23rd Psalm said it, very clearly. And if we truly 
get past this way of just saying the words, but actually allowing the words to enter our hearts and transform us, we're going to change and be lights in this world. So you know, I'd, really give you, I'd really ask you to, to take time to give God permission to let his words enter your heart as you read them with your lips. And then you know, ask for his word to be lived every day with deep trust to come out through your actions, words, and prayers. And we hear those beautiful words, the Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I shall want. He leads me, guides me, refreshes me. And it's highly probable that all of us need to give him permission once again, say, take the, take the reins, Lord. You lead, you guide, you refresh. Because a lot of people are going to negative things. We just heard the statistic this past week that Pornhub, a pornography website, their traffic increased by 57% this past week. That's not going to refresh you. That's going back to that old well that blinds us. So we really have to check in on our brothers and sisters and help them. You know, it's very, very important to remember that idle hands are the devil's workshop. My brother PJ always tells me that. The idle hands are the devil's workshop. So making sure you're staying active at home, doing positive things, things that are going to truly refresh you. So as we close, I'm just going to close with an examination of conscience to help you uh, work on being a light to others, to keep the light of Christ alive in you. And to ask yourself, is the Lord, you know, ask yourself, Lord, are you truly shepherding me and my loved ones as we journey as a family through this pandemic? Is the Lord truly your shepherd right now? So firstly, just ask yourself, am I spending more time at the foot of the cross, praying my rosary, you know, the word of God? Or am I at the foot of the movies, media, and noise, and dare I say, pornography. You know, once we humble ourselves, my friends, at the foot of the cross, we ask the Lord what he desires of us, and we have to listen. Will you take time to listen? And you know, if you're being consumed by the media, like so many people are, just ask yourself, how's that going for you? Is that refreshing me, or is it exhausting me? We're called by Christ to love God, with all our heart, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. So, so you and I have a, have a commission this week. So just ask yourself, who are a few people this week in my family and in my community that I can call to encourage, spread hope, and possibly drop off some food, some water, some, I don't know, toilet paper? People apparently really love that crap right now. And maybe just go, just go stop and, and, and offer a prayer. And lastly, you know, just ask yourself, am I listening to Jesus, the good shepherd, who is the voice of hope, encouragement, and refreshment? refreshment? Or am I listening to the news and the media too much, which is leaving me more anxious, more depressed, more dis- just desperate? And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, don't watch the news, don't stay up to date, but I'm saying maybe just turn the TV off, maybe 20 minutes a day is about as much as, of a, much as, as, we, can, as we can handle. And, the, and it's not... The media's job to consume you, that's God's job. And he wants to consume you with hope, with light, with encouragement, with his love, with his loving gaze. And last week, Jesus said, you know, the harvest is ripe. So my friends, this is where the rubber hits the road because we have a great opportunity to shine his lights of hope in our community. In the mystery of all this coronavirus pandemic, God's with us. 
So we need to take seriously the call of St. Paul of Ephesians to not take part in the fruitless works of darkness. You know, and they always lead to despair. So let us remember, as St. Paul said, everything is exposed by, exposed by the light, becomes visible. So nothing's hidden. So we should be excited in a weird way. A weird Christian, we'd say. We should be definitely be a, kind of a bunch of weirdos sometimes. But we should be excited to allow our light to shine before others and our Heavenly Father, to glorify Jesus as we are filled with the Holy Spirit. So there's always hope and light to move forward, my friends, with Jesus and his bride, the church, always. And my friends, I just want to say I miss you. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're, you're from Anago, Father Matt misses you. Um, you know, but as followers of Christ during this pandemic, let us not be blinded by despair and hopelessness. Let us live rather as children of light. Because Ephesians this week ended with the words, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So that's great news. He'll give you light. But all you need to do is ask for it. So let us ask Jesus. So in your heart, you know, echo these words with me and pray them. Because the Lord hears you and he's with you and he wants you to not be blind anymore. You know, he wants you to stop going back to that old jug. And we got to go help others because others are falling in despair quickly. That's a great opportunity for the, for let, to let the Lord be our, be our shepherd and for us to be a light for the shepherd. So please echo these words in your heart with me as we close in prayer. Jesus, who are our good shepherd, please protect me and everyone from the blindness of despair, hopelessness, and darkness. Please give me your light and help me to be a light to others. Please fill me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit so that we may always, always know that you are with us to lead us, to guide us, and to refresh us. And we fervently prayer. We ask all the angels and saints from heaven, Our Lady, St. Joseph, in this year of Joseph, we pray for a cure and end to the coronavirus as soon as possible. And we pray to St. Michael, and we ask St. Michael to, to defend us in, in battle because people are consuming a lot of negative stuff right now, especially the pornography. We pray for an end to that. And we pray for the gift of hope. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.